This is Lisa Miller and Associates, Florida Insurance Roundup, your podcast on the people, issues, and regulations shaping Florida's insurance market. Now, here's Lisa Miller. Welcome, friends. Imagine this. It's Saturday afternoon, and you're hanging out with your kids in the garage, having some quality time, when out of nowhere, a man with a ladder on a truck appears. He says he's with the Disaster Recovery Unit of your insurance company and is in the neighborhood following up on damage from a hailstorm several weeks ago. He shows you pictures of the storm track on the map and wants to get up on your roof to inspect it for hail damage. But first, there's this form you need to sign. Sound fishy? Do you sign it and let him up on your roof? Today's guest on the Florida Insurance Roundup did, and she's been regretting it ever since. And what is clearly one of the most abusive, dastardly cases of would-be insurance fraud I've ever seen in my 30-plus years of working in this industry. Kelly Clark is that homeowner, and she's joining us now. Hello, Kelly, and welcome to the Florida Insurance Roundup. Hi, Lisa. It's nice to speak with you today. Thank you so much, Kelly. And why don't you pick up the story where I left off, where you signed that form that you didn't know what you were signing? When the person came up to me, um, I was outside with the kids, and he told me that he was with my insurance company, and he presented himself as such that he was with my insurance company, and it didn't strike me as that much fishy because I lived in Palm Beach 10 years ago when we had the bad storms come through. So I thought I was signing for him to get up on the roof. So he went ahead and he got up there and I knew that there had been some damage prior. My husband had been up there. So he said that there was damage and that I signed that and he'd get back to the insurance company and they'd get in touch with me. And then I never heard from anyone for two, three months. He called once and said that the insurance company is working on it, and I never heard anything until about a month ago. Someone came over to my house. It was on a Saturday, which I thought was odd, but he had a card from Heritage, and he was an investigator. And until he sat down with me and went over everything, and he showed me that I had signed assignment of benefits, I didn't realize what I had signed or what I had done. And I did not know until then that these people were scam artists who came to the house and I signed that. So then as soon as I found that out, I wasn't exactly sure what to do. So I contacted Heritage and they called me back and they said that they were going to go ahead and write the check out for $18,000. And there is no way that it costs that much. I know for a fact that it does not cost that much. At the most, it'd be maybe 10000 for a new roof. So I didn't understand. And then I was home that day that the check came. And as soon as I picked up the check from FedEx, the night before the people had called and said, the scam people, and said that the check was coming and that I had better hand it over, that they knew where I lived, they threatened me, they told me that they were going to get that check no matter what. So then I stayed home that day. I got the check. Two minutes after I picked up the check, somebody was at my door, beating down the door. They were walking in my garage. They walked back out. They continued knocking. I didn't answer the door. I called Heritage. I told them that I was not going to give up this check. No matter what, I was not doing it because it was a scam. 
and it's my money that I pay for my insurance on my home. And these people did absolutely nothing but show up at my door, get up on the roof, and that's all that they ever did. And then they're going to take the $18,000, and in my opinion, they probably would have walked. Wow. And, and they when, probably and, wouldn't even put the rough on in the end. So I hung on to the check and I continued to get threatening letters and everything else. And I'm sure that it's going to continue, but I'm standing strong. I'm not giving them that check because they've done nothing. Good for you. And I am so proud of you, Kelly, for. Uh, recognizing that these people are probably bad actors. And when you talk about Heritage, I believe you're talking about Heritage Insurance Company out of Clearwater. Is that correct? Yes, yes. And you have been in touch with them, and you've let them know that this company, they they really did nothing more, I guess, than just get up on your roof, and they think they expect that $18,000 that the insurance company issued to you. Is that right? Yes. Wow. Yes, I guess you're you're entitled to $8,000 for 10 minutes worth of work. $18,000. And the name of the company was Simbro Group. So I'm looking I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the letter that the Simbro Group sent you and they're out of Parrish, Florida, and they demand that you turn over this $18,000 check and then they try to scare you. And for the audience, I'm going to read some of the paragraphs out of this letter um, that they put in writing uh, to Kelly. Uh, quote, you do not have the right to any of these funds and you do not have the right to return them to the insurance company. Uh, another paragraph, your roof has been damaged and will start to leak very soon and your insurance company will not cover this since you didn't get a roof installed. Another paragraph, black mold will form, which is expensive to fix and your insurance company has a limit on what they'll pay. And They keep on. If you fail to repair damage to your home, you are in default of your mortgage and they can and will repossess your home and your insurance company will not sell you home insurance anymore. These are just a few of the threats that were in that letter that you received. And my favorite, of course, in big, bold letters, I demand, and it was in all caps, that you put the check along with the two papers that need notarizing and mail it to our office. Of course, they want you to sign some and notarize some forms and not to fill them out. And we obviously know that's a warning sign. And and they keep telling you in the letter that if you fail to do any of this and you're damaging this group, this company, and if you don't pay this within 30 days, they're going to foreclose and start foreclosure action on your house. So, you know, that's pretty threatening and very uh, scary stuff in that letter. And, you know, I don't know what state or let alone what planet this this company thinks they're from, but uh, those are not the prescribed remedies allowed in Florida law. And I don't think any judge in the land is going to let a company bully uh, someone like you. Um, and I'm hoping, you know, that from your standpoint, I'm sure it was qu- kind of very unsettling to you to have someone going through your garage and bang on your door. Uh, yeah, I also have um, younger kids, so they had spring break, and I was um, kind of afraid most of the spring break. Like, if somebody came by, I told them that you run in the house, you call 911. But, I mean, I shouldn't have to be telling my kids this. And, yeah, it, it does bother me. I mean, when someone tells me that we're going to repossess your house and take your home. And then um, I also found out that they had sent Heritage insurance company that they were suing them on my behalf, which I never had even seen the letter that they wanted 
$30,000 and that I was the one endorsing it. Um, so, yeah, they use a lot of scare tactics, and it is unsettling, but I just feel that it's time that, you know, somebody needs to stand up. People need to stand up, and then maybe this would stop happening. Thank you, Kelly. And I just want to thank you for being a good citizen and for calling out people that do this to you. Imagine what happens to, say, senior citizens or those that are more vulnerable, you know, basically you know, out of the letter, they basically said, we will get you and we know where you live, which is just absolutely inexcusable. And so I wanted to tell the audience, you know, what do we do about this? You know, what if this were your wife or your sister, or your mom? What if Kelly was your, you know, your best friend? What can be done about this? The legislature has been trying to deal with this assignment of benefits abuse where unsuspecting consumers, just like Kelly, you know, educated ninth grade math teacher in Pinellas County, just signed a document, not really thinking it would have these kind of implications and, and through no fault of her own has been caught up in this madness. You know, there's a couple of bills out there, one in the Senate, one in the House. And unfortunately, there doesn't seem to be a lot of traction for either of those bills to stop this abuse. But the Insurance Commission has gone on record to say that there's a way to stop it, and that would be to look and examine how attorneys are using these assignment of benefit documents in, you know, what's often called a litigation for profit scheme, where consumers sign them, they're in partnership, if you will, with a law firm. And as Kelly said, she was part of a lawsuit that she didn't even know she was until the insurance company brought it to her attention. So, you know, for you in this case, Kelly, I think that you're an inspiration to a lot of us. And if you were going to leave any advice for the listeners on this call, what would you say to um, to those that are listening about how to avoid this situation? The first thing, don't sign anything. I know you hear it over and over again. I've heard it. And I knew, but the way he presented himself, I assumed he was with the insurance company. Don't do it, especially on a weekend. Wait till the beginning of the week and call the insurance company personally and say, did you send someone out here? And then you take it from there. But whatever you do, don't sign anything, even though you think that it's not any big deal. Even if you read it, just don't sign anything unless you talk personally with your insurance company and make sure that that representative did uh, what sent out from them. Perfect advice, Kelly. And if I can leave the audience with, you know, just one final thought. In this case, with this abuse, and it's been going on for about four years, you'll hear citizens, property insurance leadership in testimony after testimony talk about how serious this is and that rates are going up because of it. Because as Kelly talked about this $18,000 check, and she know she knew instantly that that was an inflated amount when her roof should probably only cost 10000 So you do that over and over again, hundreds and thousands of times. It's real money. And those real costs, are passed on to us in our premiums and rates are going up. In fact, I was chatting with Kelly last week. I looked at nine months of rate filings at the Office of Insurance Regulation and all the rates are going up in large measure because of these type of companies 
that are using the assignment of benefit as a tool to inflate claims and ultimately get to the attorney's fees that are involved in these lawsuits that Kelly has fallen victim to. So we as a state have got to take a hard look at this. We're working closely with the Office of Insurance Regulation. We're hoping the legislature will take a leadership role in trying to stop this, what I'll call absolute exploitation and abuse of consumers by these companies that think it's a way to to make a quick buck. So we'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Kelly, you are an inspiration to all of us. Thank you so much for spending time with us on the Florida Insurance Roundup. Well, thank you very much, Lisa. I truly appreciate it, and I appreciate all the effort that you have put into this. And if I can just say again that if you please just talk to your insurance company, it's between you and them and not a third party in between, and do not, do not sign anything, because if it happened to me, it can happen to anyone. Thank you again, Kelly. And of course, for those listening, we'd love to hear your thoughts about uh, today's Florida Insurance Roundup. Anything that you could offer, or if you've seen a situation like this, let us know. And the more exposure and education that we can place into the marketplace, the better. That's the Florida Insurance Roundup. Thank you for being a part of it. I'm Lisa Miller. Until next time, be safe. And as Kelly says, don't sign anything until you know what you're signing. This has been Lisa Miller and Associates, Florida Insurance Roundup, your podcast on the people, issues, and regulations shaping Florida's insurance market. For more information on today's program, please visit us on the web at www.lisamillerassociates.com.